0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my loves. This is Roseanne Austin. I am so happy to welcome you to the Up Level Your Fertility Strategy Q&A session. So as women are jumping on this call from all over the world, I would love it if you wanted to join in and just type in the Q&A section if you want to tell me where you are calling in from and say hello to some of the other women that are on this call as we get started and i'm super super jazzed to be on this call with you this morning because it feels like it's been a thousand years since we've been together. I was I missed out on April because I've been spending so much time preparing for the launch of my book, and so I was busy finishing up some of the details on the book and all of that good stuff. So it's been uh, it's been incredible. It's everything's been going at a really breakneck pace. So I missed all of you, and I'm just super excited to be here with you this morning. And we already have somebody from Montreal. Canada bonjour (laughs) bonsoir or actually no not soir yet but bonjour and Jackie from Bristol good morning Jackie that's so awesome to have you here super excited to have you and so this call is going to be, it's actually one of the most popular calls that we do. And it's really, like I said, it really is a QA and a session. And hey, Abby in Oklahoma, um, this is really going to be about, you know, your chance to ask the kinds of questions that are most important to you right now in the context of your fertility strategy. So, The way that we're going to structure this particular workshop call is I'm going to do some teaching and then we're going to go directly into Q&A because what I'm going to be teaching you this morning really is about your strategy on this journey and really looking at what it is that could really up level where you are at and really help you see the gaps. Because when we're looking at creating an intelligent, powerful fertility strategy, you know, there are gonna be a few things that we're gonna be talking about this morning that most of us are just not taught to look for. So that's the whole point is I wanna give you that inside track to to really help you immediately improve your chances for success here so so that's going to be you know really what we're focusing on today so let me just start by telling you you know if you feel like you are doing everything you can to get pregnant but nothing is working you're in the right place if you're worried that there's something missing in your fertility strategy You're in the right place. And, you know, if you would like to be able to sleep at night, knowing that you are actually doing everything within your power to make your dream of being a mom come true, you are absolutely in the right place because that is what we are going to be focusing on. So as I said, this is really, you know, if you're sitting there, you're hearing me talking about this and you're nodding your head. Buckle up, babe. So, you know, and if you have questions along the way, I want you to be writing them down and preparing to go straight into the Q&A when we get to that point. So so I am super excited to share that with you. So I invite you to really be present, you know, open your, your mind and open your heart to what I'm going to be sharing with you today because undoubtedly we're going to be traipsing upon some topics that may you know, bring up some questions for you may actually even get you thinking. And that's the whole point is because when you start thinking differently, your strategy on this journey is going to reflect that. So that's what we want to be doing. So this is time for you. Don't answer any text messages or any of that. Just really focus on you know, the next 55 minutes that we have together and really get what you came for. Okay, make the decision here and now that you're going to be the woman that raises her hand, asks a question, wants clarity, just ask for it. Because having the guts to do that is going to empower you to actually apply what you're learning here to your journey. And isn't that the point? Isn't that why you're taking an hour out of your Saturday to to do is to really get something that can help you get to the next level. So what I'm going to be teaching you this morning are two really quick lessons before we get to the Q&A you're going to learn the heartbreakingly simple step that every woman can take today to immediately improve her chances for fertility success. You're going to clue in on the critical piece of the fertility puzzle that unfortunately most women miss. Okay, and then we're going to get into the Q&A. And these are two topics that are really close to my heart. And this is, I just spent a lot of time on this because I, I talk about some of this in my book. So I'm super excited to kind of give you a little bit of a sneak peek. So, but before we get started, I want to make sure that we give a shout out to Circle and Bloom Circle and Bloom is amazing because not only are they providing incredible mind-body programs for women on this journey and beyond, they are actually going the next step by providing education like this. So just take a moment, send a bit of gratitude and a whole lot of love to Joanne and the entire Circle and Bloom team for really helping to make this happen. And so lots of love to them. So for those of you that don't know me, as we're getting into this, I want to tell you just super quick a little bit about myself. My name is, again, Roseanne Austin, if you're just joining us. I am essentially, I help women get pregnant. Uh, there's really no other way around it. Is That's what I do. I help women get pregnant. I am the coach that women around the world turn to when success on this journey is a non-negotiable. And to give you a sense of what that is about is... Your doctor and your other fertility practitioners are there to take care of your body. My part of this equation is to take care of your mind because any woman who is serious about success on this journey, as in anything in her life, is going to be looking at both mind and body. They are inextricable. In fact, over 80 well-respected medical schools in the United States has incorporated mind body connection what you can call mindset into their curriculum. So this is becoming more and more of a mainstream topic and um, you know like you talk to any woman who has achieved success on this journey, she will tell you what a critical piece of the puzzle what she thought and believed was for her own success. Whether or not she would use those exact words is irrelevant. They all point back to this being a critical aspect in addition to all of the other wonderful things that you're doing to help. And you know, I had to learn this the hard way. I have to admit, I am probably one of the most stubborn people you will ever meet virtually or in person. (laughs) So um, I'm a former state prosecutor. And as I said, I had to learn this the hard way. Because I spent years on my fertility journey, chasing after every treatment, diet, lotion, potion, anything that could possibly help me achieve the results that I wanted on this journey. But what was heartbreaking is nothing was working for me. So if you're sitting here this morning saying, holy crap, like it just feels like nothing is working for me, I totally get you, sister. I totally get you. Because... We did everything under the sun, my husband and I. I mean, I'm not kidding when I said we, you know, I went into fertility journey psychosis. I was doing every treatment, diet, lotion, potion I could get my hands on. We spent well over a 100 grand, you know, investing in this dream of having a baby. I had 84 failures and I was headed straight for 40 and I had nothing to show for it, really, at least in my estimation at that point. And really, when we came to that point in our journey, I had no reason to believe. And so what I had to do and what I'm going to be teaching you this morning, I mean, I'm not holding anything back. This is legitimate insider information from somebody who actually achieved success on this journey. You know, I had to start looking at my journey differently. I had to start being more strategic right? This is all about strategy. How can you uplevel your strategy? And that's exactly what I had to do on my own journey. And that was really difficult at first because that's not what we're trained to do. You know, as a former prosecutor, I was just, you know, just give me the statistics, just give me evidence, all this stuff. But the problem was, is I had reached a point where medicine wasn't helping. me. I had a wonderful medical team that was helping me. But when I really looked at the way that I was living this journey, I could see the one thing that was out of alignment was me. You know, my fertility team was showing up with their A game. Everyone was working so hard to help me. But I showed up with so much fear, so much negativity, and it, it just made my team's job harder. And when I realized what I was doing, I mean, because like, you know, that's the last thing we think about, you know, when we're working so hard toward our goal, the last thing that we're thinking about is how we might be messing things up, right? That's a really hard thing to do. And it's shocking. And, it, and sometimes we just don't even want to deal with it. But I realized, look, I am doing everything I know to do and nothing is working. So as any intelligent woman would, I had to take a step back and ask myself, what needs to be different? Okay. Something clearly had to change. And when I realized what it was, when I realized, you know, oh my gosh, am I doing something? You know, because that's what would keep me up at night is I would be saying to myself, you know, is it me? Am I doing something to quietly sabotage my chances here? And when I really looked at the way that I was approaching my journey, I had to face that yes. Yes. You know, I wasn't showing up the way that I could have been showing up and I was making myself miserable, and I was literally sabotaging my chances by the way I was living my journey. We're going to get into that. But that was a rude awakening for me. Because at that point, I just thought that medicine was going to heal me. I just go take a pill, you know, go have a treatment, boom, my baby's here. I had to be better than that. So I really had to start looking at the way that I was thinking and believing. And when I started to beat that fear, when I started to look beyond all of the negativity, the doubt, and all of these things that were making me absolutely miserable and causing me to make choices from a place of fear, lack, and scarcity, which is so rampant on this journey, everything changed. And literally, I mean, no joke, from the time that I shifted what I thought and believed about myself and what was possible on this journey... I was pregnant within a matter of weeks. Now, I didn't carry that pregnancy to term, but what was important is I saw how important that impact was, the impact that I was having, because the one thing that was different after seven years of treatment was me. And it really helped catapult me to the next level and really start looking at how powerful I could be on this journey, because look, I tried everything and had no reason to believe, but ultimately I ended up getting pregnant naturally and having my son at 43, despite insane odds and really no reason to believe that that would be possible. So I'm showing you now a little picture of me. That's me, uh, eight months pregnant with my son Asher who will be two next month. So, if you're sitting here and really thinking to yourself, it's never gonna happen for me, the statistics are terrible, everyone's telling me that I'm too old, I can't do this. This morning is about up-leveling the way that you approach your journey so that you can beat the odds, okay? You have the power within you to do this. And it really takes you starting to look at your strategy differently that, to, to help facilitate that. And as we'll get into it, you'll see that the way that I approach fertility strategy is a little different. And so I really want to share that with you so that you can create this kind of success in your own life. This is available to you. You just have to be the woman that does it. Okay. So, and I've seen this, you know, since seeing this impact on my own journey, I started teaching women all over the world how to do what I did. And the results have been incredible from saudi arabia to the uk canada united states singapore like my clients all over the world are applying this and really changing their results and the way that they show up on this journey so this is i'm so excited for you and i'm really excited to share this so and if after this call you want to dive into this a little deeper with me we can absolutely do that and i'll tell you how to do that so I hope that you can see that what I'm going to be sharing is abundantly clear that this isn't just some stuff I read in the book. This is actually road tested on this journey. So get out a piece of paper to take some notes, and we're really going to get into this. So, the first thing that I want to teach you is the heartbreakingly simple step that every woman can take today. Oh, sorry. This is my son, just so you guys can see, he actually was born, and uh, that's me. Um, But, you know, this is the the step that you can take immediately to improve your chances for fertility success, okay? This is huge, because most of us don't do this thing that I'm going to be sharing with you. It's not what we're taught to do. So... The first thing that you've gotta do if if you really want to improve your chances on this journey is you've got to take a step back. Okay, no matter where you are on your journey, no matter what you may be doing, you've gotta take a moment to take a step back and look at this journey from what I like to call a 36,000 foot view, like a cruising altitude when you're up in an airplane. Because most of us spend so much time focused on what's not going well, what's quote unquote failing and all of the things that are going wrong. We are so close to the situation that we don't give ourselves an opportunity to really get some perspective. So in order to improve your chances, you've got to be able to see a much more broad view of the way that you are living your journey. And the imagery of thinking about, you know, think about the last time you were in an airplane and, you know, you're up at this cruising altitude around 36,000 feet. You can see for miles. You can see where you have been. You can see the area that you're immediately over and you can actually see miles and miles ahead of you. And that's what we want to be able to do. We want to be able to take a step back on our journey and really take an objective look at where we've been, where we are today, and where we want to go. You know, most of us spend so much time in crisis mode on this journey, just putting out fires, that we're reacting to the situation instead of responding. And what that puts us in is a situation where we're not being strategic. We're really just do, you know, as I said, we're just in crisis mode and we're not giving ourselves an opportunity To think more critically about what's working, what's not, what am I not seeing, what are the risks I'm not taking You know, what are the opportunities that I'm missing out on because I'm only focused on the negative. I'm only focused on what is not working. Okay. And time and time again, I mean, having coached women all over the world to success on this journey, I see this all the time. So that's why I'm teaching you to do that this morning. I mean, because seriously, if you pull back just a bit, look at the way that you're living your journey from 36,000 foot view, really look objectively, and I'm saying that word intentionally. You've got to learn to look at what is going on in your life objectively. Okay. Just even for a moment to be able to say, you know, wait a minute. Does it all look that bad? Okay. To really get some perspective. Because I know when you're in pain and when it looks like things aren't working out, you know, the first thing you're going to think of is like, oh my gosh, why am I even on this journey? Everything sucks. But by giving yourself the opportunity to take a step back, you can be more intelligent about your assessment, okay? What's working? You know, is there something that I can do that, that takes advantage of what is working and then maybe slightly tweak it so that we can actually get over the finish line? You know, what are the things that I'm not seeing? And when you think about it from that perspective, you're, you're being more open about it instead of presuming that everything is bad, you're bad, and your dream is never gonna come true. Okay, taking that step back to get a really clear picture and give yourself a wider field of vision is an incredible opportunity because there may be a gaping hole in your strategy that you're just not seeing because you're so focused on the negativity, the doubt, and the fear. Okay, so that should be pretty clear about how important. Taking a step back can be in helping to improve your chances because look, you're not, you're going to stop wasting your time on the stuff that isn't working, right? And you're also going to give yourself a chance to look at what's not working without judgment. If you can simply be objective and say, okay, that didn't work. It doesn't mean I'm bad. It doesn't mean this practitioner is bad. It just didn't work for me. Okay. So then you're looking from a place of possibility instead of judgment. Okay. And fear. And we know, and if you've never heard me say this before, decisions made from a place of fear suck. And I think you could probably find a handful of examples, if not more on your own journey that when you've made a choice from a place of fear, it does in fact suck. Okay. So keep that in mind. And you know, a really powerful example of this is, you know, even on my own journey, I was doing all the state of the art treatments. I was doing the puritanically clean diet but I was literally sabotaging my chances because of how negative I was. I was making choices that were super short-sighted. I was being really cheap with myself. I was coming from a place of lack and scarcity and I was completely eliminating the possibility that I could even get pregnant naturally. Like I was just taking that at face value because I just was so focused on my treatments and what was going wrong that until I took a step back and say, well, wait a second, I don't actually have any evidence I can't get pregnant naturally other than some time trying, you know, but there was nothing wrong with me. They couldn't find anything wrong with my husband. So I had completely obliterated that possibility. And that was really short sighted. And when I took that step back, I'm like, actually, this is something that could still happen for me. Okay. And whether, Getting pregnant naturally is something that's important to you or or not. The point is, is that when you take a step back, you give yourself a chance to see what you wouldn't normally see. And that could help you find the gaping hole in your strategy so you can do something about it and vastly improve your chances of success, okay? Huge. Now, the second thing that I wanna teach you that you can actually apply today is before we get to the Q&A, is I wanna clue you in on a critical piece of the fertility puzzle that most women miss, okay? So we've talked about getting some perspective, all right? But now we wanna look at, so you know we spend so much time on this journey focused on treatments, diets, lotions, potions, taking care of our bodies. But the critical piece that most women miss is the role of your mind. Now, I'm not talking about your mind from a hocus pocus, like woo woo perspective. I have a lot of respect for that stuff, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're literally talking about your thought processes because the way you think about a situation will absolutely dictate your actions and therefore your results. You know, one of the most consistent things that I hear from women on this journey is that they quietly, they're afraid that somehow they are the reason they are not getting pregnant. You know, they're literally asking the question, am I the reason I'm not getting pregnant? Is there something I'm doing or not doing that is leading to this? Okay. And this is completely apart from any diagnosis that they may have or whatever. It is literally, is there something wrong with me? And it's a heartbreaking question because I remember asking that of myself as well, like I shared earlier and I was really worried that there was something desperately wrong with me um, that was causing me to have so much pain. And you know, we can use a question like that or an inquiry like that to your advantage because most women just stop by asking that question. They don't go any further. The piece that I wanna empower you with this morning is really go into that question. You know, is there something, and I don't mean, that's not about blame. It's about empowering you. Like, is there something in your approach from a mindset perspective or what you're thinking and believing that could possibly be getting in your way? And let me give you an example of this. Um, one of my clients, she is a physician and I coach a lot of physicians. It's very interesting. And one of the things that she was struggling with was she had been told that she had a less than 10% chance of conceiving naturally. And for a long time, she absolutely wore that. Like she absolutely bought that hundred percent because, you know, it was coming from medicine and she's a physician. So what else would she believe? Right. But she didn't give herself the opportunity to really ask, you know, have I given myself a chance to do something different? Is there a part, you know, is there a chance that I could do this naturally? She just accepted it. So she had to change what she thought and believed about her possibilities in order to take a stand for the way that she wanted to build her family because she was really clear that even though she had less than 10% chance of getting pregnant naturally, according to the statistics, it was really important to her that she conceived naturally. She said, "You know, this is what I want, I wanna create this. So she had to give herself a chance to think differently so she could create different results. Okay, because when you think differently, you're going to take different actions and you will therefore create different results. This is Newton's third law of motion, my loves. You know, what you, you know, it's, it's essentially the idea that, you know, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. When you are thinking negatively, or you are living in doubt and living in fear, you necessarily are going to be taking actions that can yield that result. So it all, it, it's quite logical and linear. Your thoughts create beliefs, your beliefs fuel your actions, your actions fuel your results. So instead of just wallowing in what is wrong with me, use that question to empower yourself and simply say, okay, is there something that I can do differently? Is there a way that I can show up differently, in my journey to really help me achieve this success? It's not about blame, it's not about making yourself wrong. It's, it's actually a really cool way to love on yourself and love this vision that you have for being a mom. Look, if somebody hasn't told you this lately, the desire in your heart to be a mom, it's there because it was meant for you. Why not, right? You are not going to get to that place constantly doubting it, okay? So the more that you can support your vision, love on yourself, respect your, this dream that you have, you are necessarily going to show up differently when you do that. Think about it. If you were given a handful of options, let's say you, you, know, you are going to a fertility clinic and they gave you, you know, oh, you know, you're in a position where you've got all of these different options and you looked at all of those options and said, oh. You know, I, I haven't gotten pregnant on my own. Chances are it's never going to work for me. None of this is going to work for me. You know, think about how you show up from that perspective. Then if you say, Hey, look, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I know I want to be a mom. This isn't just a hobby for me. I'm going to do whatever I can to help make this dream come true. Two completely different perspectives. Neither is wrong or right. You get to own your, you know, if, if you want to be negative, you can. Totally up to you. Hold, I hold so much space for that. But if you actually want to achieve success on this journey, you're going to take a look at how you can show up differently. And this is the piece that women miss. Because all of the focus is just on, oh, I'm doing my diet, I'm doing my treatments and everything else. But they completely miss the other piece of the puzzle how you show up, what you think and believe, what is your mindset? Because both of these things come together, mind and body. It's undeniable. It's un freaking deniable So when you get that, you give yourself a chance to bring this completely different component to your journey. You're not just focusing on your body because if you're only looking at your body, you're missing the mindset piece. That is the other huge portion of this. So why not show up with everything you've got, mind and body, okay? So this morning we talked about getting some perspective. Give yourself the chance to look at your journey honestly and lovingly. I mean, one of the things I forgot to mention is, how about celebrating the wins that you've had on this journey, even if they're incremental, okay? Your baby is not the only prize on this journey. You know, that's the goal. But what about celebrating the fact that you're the woman that's got the guts to keep putting one foot in front of the other? That's huge. That's huge. Most people just give up. You know, if you're still on this journey and you have faced a lot of heartbreak or a lot of disappointment, girl, I got lots of respect for you and you deserve to celebrate that, okay? And when you give yourself some perspective, you can really own that. And the second thing that we talked about is you know, this piece of the puzzle that most women miss, it's a mindset piece. It's not just your body, babe. Because if all of this just came down to treatment, diet, and all this, you know, medications and all these things, they're all wonderful, okay? So that's not me diminishing the power of those things. They're all wonderful, they all play a role. But if it was just about your body, we'd all go, you know, have that one treatment that works for everyone and we'd all be done, okay? You've gotta bring the full picture, you know, mind and body. Don't make that heartbreaking mistake of leaving the mindset out and thinking that you can get away with being fearful, negative, and full of doubt and think that you're gonna get the same kind of a result as a woman who's walking in there like she owns the place and knows that she's not giving up on her dream and she is not going to leave without her baby. And so I hope that inspires you some and really gets you thinking because let's talk about this. You know, This is an open Q&A session. Let's talk about your strategy. Let's talk about where the holes might be from this perspective. So I'm gonna turn my video on and take your questions. I'm super excited. So let's see here. Let me get out of this. Take this out of the sharing and start this video because I would love to take your questions Hey there, loves. Super. And oh, gosh, we're getting ready for uh, my book launch and my retreat. So my office is a little crazy right now. So uh, forgive me for that. But I am super jacked to be able to take your questions. And so let me see. And all you have to do is raise your hand if you have a question for me. And let's let's dig into this. Come on. Let's do this. And I'm super jazzed because I just got off a a call earlier this morning with um, two of my elite coaching groups and they're just amazing women really going for it. And so they set you up quite nicely. So, okay. So I see a question here. Um, I'm going to take a written question first and then I'll I'll go to the hands that are raised. So if you want to get in the queue and you want to get some live coaching from me or ask me questions about anything I shared or whatever, get your hand up. And I'll get to you all next. So I have a question from Jenny. Jenny says, what's your recommendation about how to change the mindset to positive when you're spiraling down in a negative train of thoughts? Can you give some examples? Okay. Great question, Jenny. Okay. So the first thing is you want to, um, when you, I love the way you describe it, you know, you're spiraling down in a negative train. So the first thing that you want to do is give yourself the first thing that I talk about, which is take a step back, give yourself the opportunity to look at whatever is, you know, is on your mind and whatever is getting under your skin that's causing you to feel negative, take a step back from it. Is it actually negative? Is that true? Is the thing that you're, is the story that you're telling yourself about that particular set of circumstances, is that true? You know, because When we're in it, right, when we're in a place of of fear and doubt, you know, it really skews our perspective. So take a step back and say, is that actually true? You know, like on a call I did earlier this morning, we talked about um, whether a, a result is good or bad. And one of the ways that you can look at it is it's just a result. I get to decide if it is good or bad right at any point in time because nobody is forcing you to think anything what you what's going on up here is entirely your choice okay so the first thing is to think about is to take a step back get some perspective is your assessment of that situation is it actually true is it objectively true okay the second thing is you want to identify like what is the story that you're telling about that situation so let me give you an example So I was a prosecutor. I know I don't look like it these days, but now I get to be my real self. Uh, Pink hair, guns and roses and all. But when I was living my own journey, I was telling myself that I was worthless. The fact that I was not getting pregnant, it meant that I was worthless. And that I was single-handedly destroying my husband's chances of being a dad. I was somehow being punished for wanting it all you know a successful career and a family like i had a load of stories jenny and for all of you like i i told myself some horrifying things but and i never stopped to ask myself is that actually true like am i single-handedly destroying my husband's chances of being a father like really that's it like it, it was just you've got to become very cognizant of the stories that you're telling and that's why getting some perspective is so powerful. You can take a step back and say, wait a minute, is that actually true? Or, or does that even make any sense? You know? And the other thing is like you, when you open your perspective up, you can say, wait a minute, is there another way to look at this? Cause like, right. When we're in it, it's like, oh my gosh, my life sucks. When you take a step back and you say, well, wait a minute, it's not that my life sucks. It might be that I need to tweak this treatment, or I need to get a second, third, or fourth opinion, um, because I don't—I don't really feel right about this. It feels to me like there's more information to be had, you know, or whatever. But you get to decide that you know—are you going to entertain a story, or are you going to be focusing in another direction? And I know how hard that may seem, you know, when you're down that negative road, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, am I here again? Yet another failure? Well, the first thing, and because I don't know specifically what your situation is, if you wanted to raise your hand, we can talk about it more specifically, but I'll give you another example. So if you're in a situation where you're like, oh my God, another negative pregnancy test. Okay. So that's one perspective you can take. Another perspective that you can take is, okay, this is just information. This is information that whatever I'm doing at the moment is not really yielding the result that I want. So what can I do differently? Okay, See how different that is? See how huge that is? You're taking the judgment out. And that's one of the most powerful things that you can do because we're so much harder on ourselves than anyone else could possibly be. Okay. So I hope that's helpful, Jenny. If you want something more specific, it's kind of hard for me to answer that question in a vacuum. I'm kind of guessing at what you're getting at. So if you have a specific example, just raise your hand, get in line, and we'll talk it through, OK? So I also see, um, OK, Mariana from Vancouver, is CoQ10 good for fertility? That I can't answer. I'm not a medical professional, so that's probably going to be a better question for somebody who's a medical professional. Remember, I take care of your mind, your doctor and other fertility specialists take care of your body. What I do, you know, it has an impact on the body, but my specialty is really what's up here Um, because that's where everything starts. So Tara, I found that when I'm in a pain spiral, I'm needing support from my partner, but he's going through his own pain and fear. Any advice on supporting each other in the hard times? Um, that's a really good question, Tara. Um, I think that your hand is up, so I'm gonna go over to the, to answer it live because I have a couple questions for you. Um, oh, wait a second, now you've run away. <laughs> is your hand still up, Tara? Let me see, because I, I saw it uh, wavering. Okay, so let's see here. Let's see if we can have a conversation. Are you there, doll? Hello, oh, you're muted. Hold on, let's see. Tara, are you there? I am, yes. Okay, great, great. So why don't you, um, let's get more clarity on your question so I can be sure. of service to you at a higher level. Okay.
1: Uh, I've been through um, three miscarriages this year after four years of um, uh, little, um, little things happening, <laughs> little, little um, successes. Um, and it's been painful. It's been, um, first it felt like a step forward, finally I'm getting pregnant, um, and now I'm losing them. Um, and it caused um, a lot of grief for me, but um, my partner as well. And um, I think for him, it raised a concern about, um, am I ever gonna achieve my life goals? Because having a family is really important for him. So. Um, And then my guilt and shame starts to get activated. And um, it was hard for us to kind of meet during that time and support each other. So I was curious about whether you had um, experienced yourself or have run across um, strategies that couples have used.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm married and my husband and I were on this journey for well over seven years. So yeah, I have some experience in that area. And I also coach women all over the world through it. So, you know, first of all, I want to, I want to acknowledge you and your pain. They are real. Uh, Having lived through a miscarriage myself, my heart goes out to you and your pain is real. You get, it's yours. There's no right or wrong way of going about it. There's just going to be your way. and (laughs) So let's start by acknowledging certain realities. Um, Our partners are having their own experience. As much as it is an experience for couples, if you happen to be in a couple, it is also a deeply personal experience. Mm -hmm. So everyone is going to have their experience. And sometimes the, the person that has been our rock this whole time you know, they may hit their own wall and they may hit their own threshold for pain. And so this is why having support and mentorship outside of your couple can be really powerful because it's unreasonable to expect that as wonderful as our partners are, they cannot be everything. They cannot because the reality is they're having their own experience and it's their right to do that. You know, it, it sounds like you have, you know, you're with a partner that is very committed to being a parent as much as you are, you know, anyone, anyone who has gone through what you're going through, um, is extremely committed. So you want to honor that in both of you and don't expect to get everything from your partner. It's just not fair. It's not fair Mm -hmm. to either of you because Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, having some support from, from, you know, either a person or a group outside is going to give you something that your partner simply can't give, not because they are inadequate or jerks. It's just, it's different. And so, you know, that may be something that you want to consider at some point, you know, uh, whatever that may be for you. And so one of the ways That you can support each other is by being extremely cognizant of that. I don't call it a limitation. I just call it a reality in -hmm. a relationship. Just like you have different friends that, you know, meet different needs in your life. You know, your partner cannot bear the weight of being everything for you. Mm -hmm. Chances are they want so desperately to do that because they love you. But we have to honor their having their own experience. So if you're, if you can acknowledge that and give, hold space for them having that experience, then you can more readily acknowledge that you're both going to need some support and it might, and there's probably going to be less resentment because you're going to be more let's say, I don't know if the word, the only word that's coming to mind right now is accommodating, but just to be able to say, but it's something like that where you can say, look, you know, he's having his moment. He's not able to be there for me right now. I still love him. I know how hard it is for me. I can only imagine how hard it is for him. Mm -hmm. Now, the other piece of that is, it is not your responsibility to make his dreams come true. (laughs) As much as you love him, and woman, you are trying, you know, you've had three miscarriages. Um, it's not like you're out of the game, right? It's it's not like you aren't trying. You are putting everything you've got into this. And also, your baby is working really hard to get to you too. Okay? <laughs> so any, you know, so your baby has got as much gumption as you do. So honor both of you. I mean, I don't know if, if that resonates with you or not, but um, nice. is... You know, you've got to, your baby's in the game. He or she is trying so hard. It's just not their time yet. So when you can hold on to that reality, I don't know what your spirit, it's, you know, your spirituality is your business, but I would kindly encourage you to maybe open your heart to the idea that your baby's working real hard. So don't, don't judge them. Don't judge yourself. You're trying, you're both in the mix. Okay. So what I would encourage you to do is to give yourself the opportunity to not bear the weight of his dreams. It's his responsibility to make his dream come true. Don't do that to yourself, and don't do that to your baby, okay? You don't need that. There's enough enough judgment and, and all this other stuff, and you're not a bad person right? Your body works. You just haven't gotten to the place you want to go, but your body's trying. Okay. So you've got your baby's trying, your body's trying, you are trying, your partner's trying. Everyone's work. Everyone's on the same team. Okay. (laughs) So you want to, you know, just give each other some, some time and space to kind of process this stuff and don't take something on that isn't yours. You have your own dream. He has his, you're trying to do it together, but don't blame yourself for where you're at today. You're doing everything you can. Now, if you look at the second thing that I taught this morning, talking about that piece of the puzzle, there's the mind and then there's the body. They work together. Mm -hmm. When you take the mind out, you're just this body. Okay, don't do that. You're completely denying yourself of an incredible resource that has helped people get through cancer, all kinds of, you know, fertility. There's your mind, the power of your mind is undeniable. Okay, medical schools wouldn't be teaching that if, if it wasn't, you know, and- So, and there's a lot of literature out there about how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are. So if you want to up level your strategy, it's got to include taking a look at the shame, taking a look at the guilt. How can you show up differently? And this is not to say you are bad, Tara, or that you are causing (laughs) any of this. It is simply asking the kind of intelligent question any woman who is committed to success would ask. How can I show up differently? Is there some pivot that I could make? Is there a little bit of an adjustment? Is there another opinion that I could get? You know, are you holding back? Are you are you not doing something that you really want to do that could potentially you know uh, increase your chances because of a set of beliefs? I don't know that, but what I'm encouraging you to do is to explore that. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So have I answered your question?
1: Yes. Yeah, very clearly that was uh, speaking right to what I needed to hear. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Excellent. You know, you asked a fantastic question and it takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there and do that. So, so just maybe reflect, I mean, when you get the recording of this, maybe listen again and see if there's other things that come up for you, you know, take, you know, takes a few minutes today to like close your eyes and think about being at 36,000 feet. You know, what would you say about your fertility past? I know that most of us think that our past is checkered, you know, because we're not, we're not getting what we want immediately, but you know, how can you look at where you've been, where you are today and where you're going more objectively and dare I say lovingly, because think about it. Like you're just a woman with a dream. Why would you beat somebody up like that? You just want want to have a baby. Why why make that wrong and why crucify yourself for that? You want to think differently so you can create different results. Got it? Got it. All right. Hugging you super tight virtually. Um, So I will mute your line for your privacy, love. So uh, we have another question. Wasn't Tara's question really awesome? I love that. Okay. So Mariana, I think that, are you there doll? Let's see here. I don't know if Mariana escaped or she, or she doesn't want to have a conversation. Um, Mariana, I, um, I'm attempting to have a conversation with you, but maybe you're not available. So, um, okay, so we'll move on. Um, I have another, Let's see, question here, Jenna. And if you have, and there are others of you that wanna raise your hand, go ahead and do that and I will get to you. Um, Jenna asks, how do you suggest dealing with friends or family that are going through their own difficult fertility journey? While it's wonderful to confide, to confide and vent to friends, it's also difficult not to absorb negativity and start to question my own journey. Same goes for social media. It's such a presence in our lives. I'm 33, so I see constant updates of my friends on their second and third pregnancy. How do you avoid feeling the pressure or disappointment surrounding this? Um, great question, Jenna. Okay, so I'm going to take these in pieces because I think that's going to be the the simplest way to do that. So you've got to decide for yourself, Jenna, what role you want outside people to play on your journey? How much do you want to share with other people, be they family or friends? And this is kind of an unusual way of looking at it because there's the presumption that just because somebody is a family member or just because somebody is a friend, that they would necessarily get a front seat on our journey. And when you are looking to create success, you really got to take a look and start asking questions that most people don't. You gotta be more strategic. Is it actually helpful for you to be venting or for you to be sharing where you're at? You know, what price do you, does it come at? You know, is, is this really um, something that you wanna do, especially when you have identified here that as great as it is to vent to them, you are also exposing yourself to their negativity. And that's the thing, you know, when we're working on ourselves on this journey and when we're starting to live it differently and, and rise above the noise, sometimes that runs counter to the thoughts and beliefs that our friends and family have. And, you know, people will accuse you, Jenna, have you joined a cult? You know, why are you so up and why are you so, um, you know, high vibe about your situation? Can't you see how bad it is? You know, when you, decide to take control of what you think and believe, sometimes it puts us out of alignment with the people around us, you know, and this is not unusual because when you are up leveling at some point, you start just thinking across the board quite differently than the rest of your friends and family. That doesn't mean that you're better than anyone. It doesn't mean that you're leaving anyone in the dust. It just simply means that you're making a different choice for yourself. You don't want to surround yourself, your journey, your partner, or whomever, or your baby for that matter with negativity, I'm just not doing it. So one of the things that you can do if you don't want to absorb that is take a moment, take a step back, do the very first step that I taught you. And that's take the 36,000 foot view of your journey and decide. Is letting my friends and family in on what's going on for, you know, with me and sharing every minute detail about my journey, is that actually helpful? Is that really what I want? Or would I rather have a, a little bit of distance? Not because I don't love them or don't want to share, but it actually just feels better to me. Okay, So that's the first thing, Jenna. The second thing about um, social media, that is quite a, um, quite a minefield. And so you've got to decide how much time you want to spend on it. Um, You know, there's a lot of information out there about the impact of social media on rates of depression and all things like that. So you've got to make a decision for yourself. If you don't feel good when you are on social media, then you may want to consider either scaling back on it or eliminating it entirely. I know some women just found that it just wasn't important for them to be connected in that way, and that anyone they really wanted to stay in contact with will text them you know, or call them, and they'll have human interaction instead of virtual interaction or you know, whatever you might wanna call interaction on social media is. So both of the aspects of the question that you raise is, are, are going to be you taking a step back and really asking yourself what you want here. The subtext to your question, Jenna, is is one that's really important it's like what do you want how do you want to live your journey what are the beliefs and that you want to live this time in your life with um do you want to to live this with a a confident expectation that your dream is going to come true and the reason why that's important is because when you make the decision to be that woman who is successful, even before you are successful, and that's what the mindset piece is about, when you do that, you become impervious to what everyone else is thinking, doing, naysaying, you know, whatever hating that people might want to do. You're just, you do you. You've already made the decision. You were meant to be a mom. You're not going to accept anything different. <laughs> You're meant to be a mom. It's in your heart because it was meant for you. And everyone else, well, that, they can do whatever they want to do. But you will do you. And that's not typically what we're taught to do. And that you know, we're, that's a little, uh, you know, people will have their judgments on taking that position. But the only person's judgment that really matters here, Jenna, is yours. This is your life. Everyone else, they get to go home. Parents, friends, family, doctors, everybody, they all go home at the end of the day. You've got to live with you. So you've got to make a choice about how you are going to show up on this journey. So I hope that helps Jenna. Um, and if there's anything else you can always put your hand up and I will be happy to have a conversation with you about that. So, are there any other questions? Ladies, my goodness, we are on the eve of one of the most triggering holidays, at least here in the States, like ask me anything you want about how to approach you know, this, this whole Mother's Day thing and, and how you might be able to change your strategy so you can actually get through the day tomorrow and feel great about it. Um, I am here. Uh, let's see. Okay, J- thanks, Jenna, for letting me know that I answered your question. Um, one piece of information that I would give you and something I would share with you about approaching tomorrow because, oh, it can be, it can be quite a day when you're on this journey is think about celebrating what you have done in the name of your dreams. Think about what you have done in the name of taking a stand for what you think and believe and and taking the kind of steps that most people want. And what I mean by that is, you know, this journey can be a really awesome time in your life if you allow it to be. And resist the temptation to put your fist right through your phone or whatever you're, you're watching on. But if you are willing to take a step back and say, hey, this is an opportunity for me to get crystal clear on what's important to me. This is an opportunity for me to get to the next level, to really take a stand for what I think and believe. You know, it can be a really powerful time. I mean, having spent a significant portion of my adult life, at least my adult professional life on this journey. I can honestly say that the lessons that I learned empowered me to become the woman that serves the women that I serve. I would have never imagined in a thousand years that I would have clients all over the world and help women get pregnant, but that's what I do. And I can thank my journey for that. And that allows me to share the lessons that I learned that really helped me see the gaping hole in my own strategy. And that's the whole point of what I'm teaching you this morning. I want to help you find that gaping hole so you can close it and be able to sleep at night knowing you are in fact doing everything you can. And you don't have to worry about regret because you know you're doing it, right? You don't have to be up at night saying, oh my God, am I really doing everything I can to get pregnant? You're like, well, you're damn right I am. I'm showing up, mind, body, okay? Because remember, if you're just doing this... You're leaving money on the table, baby. You want to have both of these things so you can have the full picture. You want to show up 100% to this journey. If you're committed to success, that's exactly what you'll do. Okay. So I have a question here. Uh, Let's see. Brenna is asking what worked best for your up leveling mindset reset? Meditation routines, journaling, mantras. Well, hmm. The meditation routines are wonderful, obviously. I mean, I use Circle and Bloom, they were amazing. Um, that's a great way to de-stress and to really visualize your body working. And I mean, the power of the mind-body connection is obvious. Um, there's really no doubt. That's why it like baffles my mind when women leave the mindset piece off the table, because it's just like, come on, you got to show up 100%. So those are those are critical, the journaling and mantras, as well as the meditation, But you've got to address the underlying set of beliefs that you have. You've got to figure out. Because look, as I was saying before, thoughts lead to beliefs. Your beliefs lead to your actions. Your actions lead to results. It is logical and linear. You know, it's not just law of attraction, hocus pocus. It's the way our brains work. And so you really are smart to think about like, what are the thoughts that I'm entertaining about, you know, what my possibilities are? You know, am I limiting myself? Am I judging myself? Am I telling myself I'm spending too much money instead of recognizing that the money that I invest in my journey is an investment in my dream? You know, what else are you gonna be spending money on? Seriously? I mean, and you're not gonna be homeless because you decided to do another, another round of IVF. Seriously, if you're not homeless now, you're probably not gonna be homeless as a result of IVF. So, you know, you want to figure out, Brenna, what is, the, what is the set of beliefs that you're operating under that might be undermining your best efforts, okay? Because the reality is, is results don't lie. If you're not getting results with what you're doing, you have to look at your strategy. You have to be willing to take that 36,000 foot view, take a step back, ask intelligently, not with judgment, but intelligently, what's missing here? Okay. Do I have the mind and body working for me? I hope that helps, Brenna. So if you want to ask me live, you can. Um, I'm just going to hang out for a couple more minutes. Um, But Going back to the whole Mother's Day thing, one of the things that I would uh, encourage you all to do is just be in celebration. I know you're like, Rosanna, I've got nothing to celebrate, but you do. You're working really hard. Excuse me. Oh, I have another question. Okay, from Abby. Hold on, Abby. Mm. Okay. So... <clears throat> Oh, and Tara actually piped in and said, Mother's Day feels like a chance to, for me to celebrate my vision of motherhood and my personal commitment to being a mother. Awesome, <clears throat> excuse me. That's fantastic, Tara, right on the money. That's, a, that's thinking like a woman who achieves success. So Abby asks, how do you approach a new treatment plan? I'm starting my first cycle of IVF and scheduled to transfer at the beginning of June. Do you approach it on an outcomes basis? I believe I will get pregnant and I'm trying to throw fear out the window. Okay, so do I approach it on an outcomes basis? I'd like to know what you mean by that, Abby. I would like to have a conversation with you about that so I can answer your question a little bit more uh, intelligently. If you're willing to raise your hand, let's, con- let's converse about that. Otherwise, um, I'm going to answer your question extremely generally um, because without some additional context, I'm not really sure how to answer that other than the way I'm going to attempt to right now. So you want to look at a new treatment plan as a new opportunity, okay? You want to take the lessons from the past but not hang yourself with them, okay? It's one thing to be aware of your past and to own your past, but it's another to set yourself up for failure, okay? By torturing yourself or telling yourself it hasn't worked for me in the past, even though this is a new treatment cycle, you know I, I'm a failure, okay? So you want to harvest the lessons from the past, but you don't have to live um, as a you know confined by them, okay? So that's one thing I would say. Now. I still don't know what the approach to on an outcomes basis means. So I'm going to kind of skip that because I don't, I don't know the context. I, um, I understand what the words mean, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to um, be able to answer your question intelligently <laughs> on that. So I'll skip it. So you do say that you, you believe you'll get pregnant. Um, so what's there to be afraid of? If you believe that, then what do you have to be afraid of, Abby? You know, if you have some fear over that, then there might be part of you that doesn't quite believe that. So if you wanna prepare um, intelligently for your next cycle, you wanna address what that fear is so that you can eliminate it to the best of your ability or at least learn how to manage it properly so that it doesn't mess with your decision-making. Because remember, your thoughts, beliefs, turn to actions and then results. And you don't want that fear sneaking in to kind of get you off track. It's, it's unnecessary and it, it causes so much pain. And you don't wanna do that. You don't wanna undermine this, this opportunity that you have. So uh, I'm hoping that's helpful to you and that I was able to answer that question um, as close <laughs> as I can, not knowing that second piece of the puzzle, how close we are to understanding the context there. So anyway, my loves, so that's what I have for you today. And, you know, I got to tell you, you guys have some really amazing questions, really thoughtful questions, and you're asking questions like women who succeed. So go and start doing the, the, these two things that I taught you today. Take a look at your journey from a 36,000 foot view. Give yourself the opportunity to look objectively at where you've been, where you are today, and where you are going. And you've really got to Take an honest look about whether the mindset piece, if you're, if you are leaving that off the table, you're literally tying one hand behind your back. You know, how can you bring your mindset into the picture to support your body and ultimately your success? Because you've got to have this as healthy as you have your body. Okay. It's really important. It's the part that most people miss and you don't want to do that to yourself. You have some education now that you can actually start thinking critically about this. And look, if that piece is missing for you and you want support, you can learn more about me at www.fromabytobaby.com or find me on Instagram at Roseanne Austin Fertility and check me out there. Uh, that, this is what I do. I help women all over the world achieve success on this journey, and that's what I want for you. If I beat the odds, so can you. So my loves, I'm so honored to have spent some time with you. I hope that you go. Have an amazing rest of your day. And thank you to Jackie and thank you to Tara. Um, you know, go own the fact that you're meant to be a mom. Okay, don't give up on that. Don't you dare give up on that. You're, you are thoughtful and considerate and loving. We need you to be a mom. It's a wonderful thing. So have an amazing weekend, my loves, and thank you again to Circle in Bloom for making this possible. Uh, Do your Circle in Bloom meditations and support yourself that way, and if you want my support, you know how to find me, www.frommaybetobaby.com. Thank you again. My name is Roseanne Austin, and you guys take care. Bye-bye.